What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your man, Sergeant B. Uh, thank you for listening to another Regenerated Podcast, Regenerating Your Mind, Body, and Soul. Um, want to give a huge shout out to you that's listening right now, whether it be one or 1,000. I uh, just want to thank you for listening and just kind of tuning in on hearing on what I have to say. And hopefully the nuggets that I share with you today uh, just kind of gives you some insight on your life uh, to help you get better. And if not, um, you can take it and you can share it with somebody else. That's what it's all about. Um, so I appreciate you for uh, sticking with me, whether one or one thousand. Thank you for real, for real. Um, so today's episode is called The Wounded Healer. If you're into astrology and things of that nature, uh, you can look it up. Everybody in their natal chart has a has a placement for Chiron. I get into the I get into the uh, history and all that good stuff. The meaning behind Chiron a little bit later. Uh, But this Chiron is also known as the wounded healer. Everybody has things from their past that they need to be able to heal. Everybody has these things to where in order for them to move forward in life, they got to go back and be like, you know what? I'm hurt. This hurt me. I don't want to deal with it, but I have to deal with it in order to move forward. And that's where I'm at right now in my life. Just moving forward and healing from my wounds. And so I I thought it was fitting to name the episode The Wounded Healer. That's it and that's all. Um, real excited about the move. I think every episode that I've said, we're getting ready to move. And now we're just another week closer to fulfilling that goal, that goal we've had literally for seven years. Uh, we have been manifesting this move for seven years. And now everything is lined up. Everything is uh, lined up. And now we're getting ready to go. And so excited for that. Um, looking forward to meeting new people, doing new things. Looking forward to my wife and my daughter just exploring different avenues of life and just living life because I think that's the most important thing in life is not life is so much more than just going to work and paying goddamn bills. Now, like that is one thing that I'm a firm believer in no matter where I'm at in life right now, uh, that we need to be able to live life and we need to be able to enjoy it. Not everything is so doom and gloom. We already got enough of that in the media. We already got enough of that at work. Some of us got that at at, the, at at our house where we living. And so we just need to have a new attitude, you know, to live life and be not sorry for living life on your own terms. And so we just real excited about that. Um, so in preparation for this move, um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. All of us has put, has put in, you know, in order for make to make this happen. And um, just so grateful for everybody who's lent the helping hand to us, you know, in our time where we need help. So I appreciate you all for, for listening. <laughs> you all for listening. Thanks for all of y'all that's, that's helped out. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but anyway, um. In preparation for the move is just this whole energy of letting go, just this whole energy of um, just kind of letting go some of the ideologies and some of the things that we all have experienced and 
figuring out what serves us and figuring out what don't serve us so we can be able to, you know, and really enjoy this move. Um, for me, it just, I don't really know how to explain it. It's like most of the time I'm in my box, right? Most of the time I'm in a box to where I'm not there emotionally. Most of the time I'm in a box to where like, I don't want to accept reality. And that box a lot of times have uh, really hindered me from honestly enjoying life the way I want to. I have an idea of what I want to, how I live, how I want to live my life and how I see that bigger picture. But me being in my box has has stunted me and it's kind of like made me digress a little bit and like, you know what? This is not life. Mm, excuse me. It's not life. And so it's time for me to get out that box. It's time to break through the illusion of what what I think life is, because I do know there is so much more um, to life than just, you know, what I see right now, and what I feel right now. And so not only the physical part of preparation of moving, but just the mental and spiritual side of it has just been eye opening. It's been awakening. Uh, and it's also it's also been not fun. <laughs> Accepting some truth sometimes can be can be terrible and you just don't want to go through it. But in order to get to, you have to go through. I think I think that's fitting for everybody, you know. Um, so just really excited about about that. Um, some things that I'm expecting. Uh, I ain't gonna really say expecting, but because I can expect something and then it don't go my way and then like, oh shit, what what happened? Some things that I really want to move forward that I really want to experience. I wanna I wanna be able to experience, you know, healthy boundaries. I wanna be able to experience healthy relationships with different people. So when we all talking, everybody's elevated. Everybody is, you know, on that same path. Well, I ain't gonna say the same path, but the conversations and the things that we do together. Um, it, it gets us to where we need to go on our personal journeys. Though those are some type of things that I'm ready to experience. I'm ready for, you know, my wife to go more and more uh up. If I'm saying that right, I want her to you know continue to flourish with her business because she don't stop. She does not stop. I, I'm ready for my daughter to just experience a new culture of people experience new conversations, experience things. And, and again, life is about experiences, you know, we, and we take those lessons to, to move on from chapter to chapter in our life. And so I'm excited about that. Um, we got to bring back things into balance, you know, um, a lot of times, even when we first got married, we've talked about this move, right? We've talked about how we wanted to live on what our expectation was and how we're going to get it. And now we done took some lumps. We done took, took our, our beatings. A lot of times we done laugh, cried, everything. And now the moment is finally here. And so everything, it's been seven years, honestly, it's been seven years since we started talking about this big move. And now it's starting to come into fruition. And those things that we went through, um, we just really had to do the work 
and bring things into balance. A lot of times things won't manifest the way we want them to manifest unless we do the work and bring balance to the situation. There can't be on this move. There can't be anything uh, brought over from this chapter in our life. Like it's time to kill those and, you know, move forward. We can't bring anything into this Anything that's toxic, anything that's don't serve us no more. We can't bring that because that's that's not the move right now. And so just excited about that. Whew. That was a lot. I know you could tell my excitement. But, uh, but anyway, the, the name of the episode is called The Wounded Healer. And like I told you earlier, I give you a little back, a little bit of background about it. And, you know, just what it means to me. And I'm going to give you some nuggets that uh, helped me out and I'm going to be transparent as possible. And uh, it's going to help me and I, and I hope it helps you. So Chiron, um, again, if you follow astrology or if you dibble and dabble into it, you'll do a, a natal chart, right? And with the natal chart, you have your birthday, um, where you was born, what time you was born. And it'll give you this outline of, you know, how you how how you were born matches with the planet and the stars in the universe and all that good stuff. Now, I'm a beginner. Right. I don't I don't claim to be all that, but it does has a lot of truth to it. Now, you can be like, all right, that's full of bullshit, which is fine. That's your prerogative. That's your business. Um, and you can look at it. This purely entertainment. But uh, but it's important to know who you are. It's important to know where you came from. And this really gives you a lot of insight of who you are, your way of thinking. Like me, I am a uh, Aquarius born in February. Shout out to the Aquarius. I'm a Aquarius sun. I'm an Aquarius moon and my rising sign is Libra. And when I first started looking into it, I was like, man, this this stuff kind of makes sense. And like all things, uh, the things that does not resonate with you, you know, take what resonates and leave the rest. Right. So and a lot of these things and a lot of these placements kind of make sense now that I'm, you know, really doing the work and figuring out Marcus Bush. And so I rolled up to this thing called Chiron and the the history behind Chiron, the wounded healer, comes from uh, this Greek mythology. Uh, historically, Chiron was a son, was the son of a, a guy and a water nymph, right? Um, he was abandoned by his mother and he was taken on by his his uh, stepdaddy. <laughs> he was taken on by his stepdaddy, Apollo, you know, Showtime at the Apollo. You know? Anyway, he was taken in by his stepdad, uh, Apollo. Uh, Apollo was the god of music was the God of art, was the God of prophecy, was the God of um, everything we hold dear, like music, art, prophecy, healing. He Now, do you get it? Showtime at the Apollo. OK, anyway. Um, so a lot of a lot of, a lot of things that Apollo had, Chiron, Chiron learned from his dad, Apollo. But unfortunately, um, Chiron had all of these gifts and he wasn't able to save himself, right? He was a healer 
but he he was healing everybody else, giving everybody else the nuggets so they can move on with their life. But at the end, the tragic end, Chiron was not able to save himself. With all of these gifts and talents that he had, he wasn't able to to save himself. And um, and if you look at your natal chart, I encourage you to go look at your placement in Chiron. My placement in Chiron is Gemini. And uh, pretty much, I guess the the overall theme of Chiron and Gemini in the ninth house really talks about healing from, you know, religious ide- ideologies. <laughs> Go figure. Healing from educational backgrounds. Um, and I got a lot of lessons. Education. So here's the part where I'm going to be real transparent. Here here comes the nuggets, y'all. <laughs> Education, right? Um, it talks about things like self-limiting beliefs, right? Um, growing up, I had a, I had a low self-esteem. I had a low self-esteem. I, I didn't really like the person that I saw reflecting in the mirror, right? Um, when it came to education, um, I can remember at an early age, uh, when the kids would get, get it, and I just couldn't get it. I thought like, damn, like, am I stupid? Am I dumb? Like, what is going on? I remember actually me and my wife was talking about this the other day. Um, I was in preschool, right? And er- everybody was learning how to do the numbers. Everybody was learning how to write the numbers one through 10. And for some strange reason, I had a problem with writing the number five and I had an issue with writing the number four and I just couldn't get it right. Um, I'm left handed. So when I would see the teacher write five, I was like, damn, OK, I'm writing five. But since I'm left handed and I see them write with their right hand, for some strange reason, I would write the number five backwards. Right. And so I couldn't get it right. I couldn't get it right. Same thing with the number four. Um, And so I just kind of thought I saw all the other kids getting it on the first try. I saw all the other kids writing it. And I remember looking at me like having an issue, having a hard time with writing these numbers. Um, Now, as a kid, you're just like, all right, you you get frustrated. But once that frustration is over with. You uh, you go outside, play, have some Oreos or some Cheeto puffs, have have a glass of milk and, you know, you good and you come back to it the next day. Um, But I remember just struggling with that. Um, I remember, you know, in elementary, I always had a problem with numbers. If I can be transparent, I always had an issue with numbers and math. Um, And when the, the school district. Or the school, whatever the hell you want to call them. Whenever they put me into the, uh, as we like to call the resource class, the resource class had a stigma of students who were dumb or stupid or they had something wrong. They had like a disability. So uh, uh, coming coming from where I was from, and maybe you might have had the same experience, um, person, uh, individual, student who was in resource, they just, they just can't get right. You know, something, something's wrong with them, right? That's the stigma. But I always had an issue with numbers. And I remember 
we were working on timetables. I think we started working on timetables like in the third grade. And you remember the little test? I I never finished the test on time. Uh, it always took me a process to to do it. And, and they put me in the resource class and I felt like, damn, what's different about me than all the other kids? They're getting it. How come I'm not getting it? And, you know, looking forward and looking back, now I know that the way I learn, I need to be able to do things through repetition. That's the way I learn the best if I continue to do it. You know, some people are not going to get it on the first try. And our education system, um, it ex- through those tests, right, they expect the student to totally get it. They expect the student to totally understand this method. But some some people have, you know, they just don't grasp it as quickly as other students. Right. I was one of those students. Um, And so that that kind of really just made me go into a place where like where that self-esteem thing comes in. It, It comes in like, all right, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough, you know. So I got to try to be like everybody else or do like every other kid in the school just in order to fit in. Because let's be honest, we want to be able to have our tribe. We want to be able to fit in. But the, the difference is we need to be able to fit in with people who are like minded. Like it don't make it don't make no sense if I'm a dancer and I'm hanging with the choir people. Well, it kind of makes sense. That was a terrible analogy. But you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. And so. Even up to college, um, I think we have throughout the years, our parents tell us to go to school. Right. They tell us to go to school and, you know, get a good education because they'll tell us like, all right, a good education. Can't nobody take it from you. With all due respects, I understand education is a is a good thing. It's a great thing. Matter of fact, we always need to have a mindset of learning new things and, you know, progressing and evolving. Mm, Excuse me. Um, But here's where I had a problem at. Right. So let's take college, for instance. Had a great time in college, had a had a had a wonderful time. However, comma, I was never taught about student loans until I was already in a position about student loans, you know, I was never taught that, you know, someone can be successful if they don't go to college. Now, granted, some people aren't made for college. Some people don't want to go to college and that's okay. I think I don't know how the the times are changing now, but it's so many other avenues. Someone can be successful and make good money. But when I was coming up, it was just like, okay, if you don't go to college, you can't get a good job if you if you don't go to college, you won't be as well versed. You won't be as more competitive. I think I me honestly, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. It has it has its place. You know, I have my degree and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like I only went if you want to be truthful. I only went to college, you know, to to experience. I never. And that's honestly what I was told my whole life. After you graduate from college, you, you continue your schooling through college or some type of trade, whatever you get a degree. After you get a bachelor's degree, you get a master's. After you get a master's, you get a doctorate. 
So that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. And so, yeah, I'm going to stop there. I just need y'all to think about it. There is more than one way to skin a cat. I will say that there's more than one way to skin a cat when it comes to education. Um, I can remember, you know, even in those years where like I felt like I didn't add up. Hmm. Why don't you feel like you add up? Because I'm not making the grades. I don't have a 4.0, you know. All these expectations from other people. Some of it was encouraged, like you can do your very best, which is fine. I I like encouragement. I want someone to do their very best. I want someone to strive for excellence. But what is the standard? Is the standard upon, you know, someone's else expectations or my own expectations? And I just kind of feel like. When it comes to education and my placement in Chiron and Gemini, I'm not going to really say I was really hurt, but it really kind of it really kind of made me see myself differently. You know, and now that I'm looking looking back and thinking about it, like I'm special, <laughs> I'm special in a good way. You know, I'm not supposed to be like anyone else. I'm not supposed to think like anybody else. I'm my own person. And now that I'm finally coming into that and feeling like, here's who I am, I'm excited about that. And, and it's okay. You know? And so that's where I'm at with the education. You know? Um, another another big keyword in my Chiron placement, the wounded heal. I have to heal from a lot of uh religious backgrounds. I think this whole this whole podcast was was kind of like started because I wanted a different way of thinking. I wanted to be free. I wanted to be free from things that I've been taught. Um, This placement here is near and dear to me for real, for real, because. This how I want to say it. This is one of the things that hits people so close. It causes division with so many people. It stops love, but it causes division. Religion, on what someone believes, on how they believe. Everybody's entitled to their belief. Everybody's entitled to whom they worship. Everybody is. Because everybody needs some sense of hope. Everybody needs that feeling of should I say safety? Um, for me, if I'm really being honest and if I really question it, the only reason, listen, listen, listen closely, the only reason that I went to church, the only reason that I did those things is because somebody told me to do it. I, I thought it was the right thing. Um... And it wasn't so much as a bad thing because me and my me and my wife would say this, you know, authentically. The, the, the church has really gotten me to where I'm at right now. There are so many people and so many great people that I've met and that I have encountered 
who have helped me get to where I'm at right now. I know some, some of those people are from the church. However, comma, for Marcus Bush personal life, only reason I did it is because the initial thought, my mom sent me up that hill to the church because it was the right thing to do. I done seen all type of stuff inside the church. I done seen, you know, people talk about each other. Hell, I done talked about other people. Let's be transparent. I've seen a lot of stuff in the church and I don't know. You know how when you don't like know where something came from, but you have the strong urge to defend it. Here's what I mean. I don't know why I'm going to church, but I'm going to defend the Bible. I'm going to defend it to my dying to my dying day. Here here is the issue that I have with that. Why defend something when you don't know the history behind it? Why back something up when you don't know the implications behind it? And I think that no matter who we are, I think we all need to take a good look, step back and be like, okay, does this certain way of living serve me for serve me for where I'm at right now in my life? Excuse me. Um, Some people struggle because of their belief systems. They don't feel like it really belongs to them and they're still unable to give it up because they want respect. They want to respect the tradition. And that's kind of the way I felt. That's kind of the way. I think it was it was 2000 and. I can't remember the year it was in it was in college. And I went to church and somebody asked me, why don't you raise your hand? And how don't how come you don't praise when the music is going? And I said, because I don't want to. How come you don't go for prayer? How don't how come you don't want to get healed by hands? Because I really don't want to. And out of respect of that person. You know, maybe I'll raise my hand in praise. Or maybe I'll go up for prayer. And now I'm looking back. I'm like, I did that because of the love of I had for that individual. Not because of, you know, the religion. Not because, you know, I thought it was right or thought it was cool. It's just because I love that that other individual. I'm a, I'm a person to where, like, if I love you, I love hard. I want to be able to make sure you good. I'll, I'll, I'll bring life and light into your life, but... I'm not going to bring life into mind because I'm so focused on trying to pour into you and trying to make you feel justified, trying to make you feel happy, trying to make you feel a certain type of way. But one thing that I've learned is that I can only make myself feel some type of way. I can only bring myself love to me. If nobody else is loving me or if nobody else is encouraging me, I, I have to do that myself. And so for me, I was like, I knew a long time ago, honestly, like, okay, this church thing, I I questioned a lot. I questioned a lot of the stories. I questioned, I questioned it. And coming up, you know how they say never question God. Just go along with it. Just keep it honest. Keep it real. Be be honey about it. Never. But why can't we question anything? Us not questioning pretty much 
Well, I can't speak for you. Us not questioning some things is pretty much saying, okay, I'm going to take it for what it is. And having that mindset goes into so many other different areas in our life to where we just take it. We don't question it. We just go with it. I think we need to be able to question some things in our life. This is not just about religion. This is not just about education. This is about the real, the real shit, the raw shit that's really stopping us from being our best version of ourselves that we can be. We need to question. We just don't need to lay down and take it. The mantra for last week was don't take don't take no for an answer. And we really need to evaluate why some things in our life are not going the way we would want them, want them to. And the number one reason is not going to be it's not going to be Jesus. It's not going to be him. It's not going to be that bachelor's degree that we got hanging up in the wall. The main culprit is going to be the person on the other side of the mirror. Your reflection, which is you. Like you have a lot of gifts. You have a lot of talents. You have a a lot to offer to, to people, but. You need to take care of yourself. Now, for those of you that don't have don't have no problem doing that, this message ain't for you. But for those of you that, you know, that have a hard time with that, like I do, you really need to take a step back and reevaluate. OK. <sighs> Is this serving me? And if it doesn't, if it and if it doesn't, you know, bring about balance to your life. I'll be the first one to tell you it's time to time to cut it off. You know what I'm saying? You need to start putting you on the forefront. You need to start putting you first. Had this thing like we take care of everybody. We we love on everybody. But then by the time we're done, we don't have no type of energy to love on ourselves. That's a problem. That is a real big problem, man. Like, and the thing is, you don't need to fear what anybody else has to say. And the reason I say that, I tell myself that all the time. Why am I so concerned about what other people say, about what other people think? I encourage you to look at your natal chart. You'll find out a lot of answers there. (laughs) Trust me. Why do I feel like have these feelings of doubt? Why do I have these? Because it's a mindset. If I want to recreate myself and create myself to what on what I think a man is or on what I think my sexuality is or what I think my life should be career wise as as a husband, as a parent, I decide that. I, I decide it. No one else can decide it. Now, granted, there are some people who I feel like the universe brings into our life or God, whatever you want to call call it, that energy, because God is energy. We call it God. We need to stop. We not we need to stop stop like putting human human terms to to energy. We put a lot of human terms to God. Like he's this, he's that. He's jealous. What? That don't even make sense. It's an energy. But that's another story for another day. But the whole the whole point to say this and then I then I'm gonna go. I got things to do. 
Put you first. Knowing you have to know, ask yourself the question, what works for you and what don't work for you. Um, Find some time to just kind of be like, take a take a look back and be like, all right, I got it. Here's the real issue. And once that issue has been confirmed, you do something about it. All right. So that that is just a small piece of my. My placement in Chiron. Those are my wounds. I felt I, I wrote in my journal a while back and I, I do miss, you know, some of the I do miss some of the people from that I met from church. I'm not going to lie. I do miss the music because I, I love music. I'm not going to lie. I miss my pastor, <laughs> Pastor Hands. I miss him, you know. But at the same time, now I'm beginning to question it in a good way, in a healthy way. You can question things in a healthy way. You do know that, right? Um, But we can't be afraid to step into the next part of our journey. Again, do what works for you and don't be afraid because one thing that's going to going to stop you from living your best life is fear. Fear is so crippling. Fear is one of those things to where, like, even if a tiny bit gets in your conscience, like you, you want, you want, you want to, but you're so scared, you're not going to do it. Just think of the effects that you will have on yourself and so many other people if you step out of your fear, if you step out of your your uh, comfort zone. And a lot of times, some of us, we want to be comfortable. We want to be comfortable for that where we at. And the reason I say comfortable, because I can be I can have my testimony. I can be I can raise my raise my hand and be like, you know what? I'm comfortable and I like being comfortable because it doesn't stretch me. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable because Marcus Bush likes to be comfortable. But the moment I have that as a mindset, I get stagnant. And I said it before and I'll say it again. Once I get stagnant there, there's no good that comes from stagnant energy. I'm telling you right now. In my marriage, the moments that I've been stagnant, we arguing every day. The moments in my job where I'm stagnant, all I do is run around like a damn zombie with my with my head cut off like a chicken and, and it don't work. And I bring that bad energy back home when I'm stagnant. But the moment I step out of fear, the moment I step out of, you know, that comfort zone, I began to realize and trust the universe and I and, and not just trusting the universe, trusting myself, because that's going to be the first thing. Like you got to trust yourself and believe that in you that you can do it, whatever I put my mind to, whatever I can do, I can do that shit. You understand what I'm saying? I can do it. All I got to do is really sit down, stop being lazy and just fucking do it. That's it. And that's all. So wherever you at in your life right now, just do it. Get out fear. Because that's going to that's gonna cause you to stay wherever the hell you at. Stay, stay in that toxic ass relationship. Stay at that punk ass job. <laughs> it's going to cause you to stay there and not grow. But our main goal here, at least my main goal, we need to be able to learn, grow, evolve. If we're not evolving, what are we doing? That's it. And that's all, people. Um, that's all I got. I hope these nuggets was good for you. They were good for me. And um, until next time, you're listening to another regenerated podcast, regenerating your mind, body, and soul. Peace.